0: what's going on welcome to totally blitz podcast we in the motherfucking fight club today first rule of fight clubs go down like and subscribe second rule of fight clubs go fuck yourself and enjoy the content as it always is. these are your hosts for the show paul pick a win i'm conscious i'm pouring up my shot who's with me
1: man what's going on man it's prime time mark you already know i don't got no shot damn okay pickle jug Yes, uh, sir. Like water pickle. Paul Pickle. Yes, sir.
0: Uh call me Paul Pickle today, boy. (laughs) (laughs) But we going Paul Pickle Winnell. Tell him now.
1: Oh man.
0: Shit. Man, we had what? Bevol versus Zerto Ramirez Damn, I forgot the cowboy hat again. I fucking should have whipped that bitch out again. But fucking Bivol versus Ramirez, Chantel Cameron beating McCaskill to go undisputed, retain it, and Rock him off, getting the TKO KO corner stop. and they threw in the towel to be the IBF World Super Featherweight Champion. Where you where you want to start here?
1: First, I got a shout out, Ricky Hatton's son, man. That boy okay, was Hatton. on the, that. That boy was on the fucking under undercard. Oh, Campbell had it. Campbell had I was watching the, I think it's called Behind the Scenes or some shit on Matchroom YouTube channel where like it's just like behind the scenes and shit. And I was like, damn, I forgot Jit was on that card. It's so like, because I, I remember watching his pro debut. But yeah, I seen he, he got a knockout or a TKO. First so, round. Yeah, so that, that's a guy to keep an eye on. He's still young and developing and shit. But. Shout out, Hatton.
0: Someone said, "Uh, hey, they should have Floyd's son, which is Tank, <laughs> versus." Fucking <laughs> <Hatton, son, laughs> like die again. And he said, "Yeah, he'd be joining his uh father uh, at Thanksgiving." In the
1: fucking grave. <laughs>
0: eating, eating out of a tube.
1: <laughs> fucking young boy, son, Floyd's grandkid.
0: Watch out! Watch out, Tank. There's a new hitter at one thirty-five. Nah, I'm rapping. That boy's still young. But shit, on to these other fights. Did <laughs> you get the, did you get a chance to watch the Rock Himnoff versus Barrett fight?
1: Not, that one I was more like in and out. I lowkey watched more of the female.
0: Man, I was going for Rock Himnoff and first round or two, he landed a couple heavy shots, but Barrett is light on his feet, quick with his hands, and he just kept every time he hit one, Barrett hit him with like a two-three piece and getting out of there and again back out and the, the, he even dropped rock him off in the second round i think or third round hit him with a mean counter hook and this is fucking straight to the canvas real quick he got right back yeah. up his, his uh he got caught by the ropes but the ref called it as a knockdown and uh fucking fast forward though ninth round all of a sudden barrett Barrett's looking wobbly Barrett's just on his back foot He's not throwing punches He keeps trying to back up He can't back up because his leg's not working Rahimnov takes advantage of that Starts fucking just throwing him <laughs> tagging him Drops him once Gets back up Barrett's a warrior His leg not working He's still getting back up <laughs> <laughs> The ref should have stopped it But he said fucking it, run it Rahimnov Fucking, fucking it. get over here I'm not done with you And then the uh, corners, uh, they throw in the towel, fight over. They're not – home. I don't know what happened, if it was cramps, because he was able to walk afterwards, get out of the ring. Maybe his leg just cramped up because, like I said, he was bouncing. He was light on his feet for like eight But I want to see him come back because Rock Nob did not look like someone who should be holding a title after that. He looked like someone looking for like a one-hit KO and couldn't get it and got bailed out because of the fucking leg injury. Joe Cordina. I'm not too big on Joe Cordina, but what do Joe Cordina versus Rock Himnov is supposed to happen now because Cordina gave up his belt.
1: That's actually a pretty interesting fight.
0: I hope Cordina sparks his ass. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, yeah, Cordina. Damn, bro, what the fuck? I didn't even know it played out like that. Yeah, he, he kind of has got, I'm not going to lie, I think
0: he's got bailed out homie's leg to stop working. If homie's leg was fucking good for uh, 12 rounds, he probably would have got the uh, unanimous decision win. So it's kind of sad that it goes out like that. Right.
1: Yeah, that's a weak way to get a belt.
0: Yeah, but shit. Let's, let's get to the fucking a real way to get a belt. But Chantel Cameron just fucking showcased this weekend.
1: Wait, who did I pick for that last fight?
0: You had Barrett. You like homie was looking good because you want you, you took the dog in the first fight, which was Barrett, and he didn't uh, look like an it's... underdog when that fight started.
1: Uh, then but... you took, then you took Chantel Cameron. This is where you would had to clean up, the up my ass. This one, that girl Cameron, she stuck. She came out, man. She ain't, ain't backed out from the challenge, bro, and stuck to her game plan and hung with the other girl, but She was all over the place.
0: She was looking like a wilder, bro, before Fury, when he was fighting trash
1: cans. Literally. 12%. Yeah, you had me dead when you said that. I was like, wow, this bitch is really throwing the wilders.
0: And... Like even the, the refs were saying, like, in the later rounds, oh, McCaskill's looking like she's getting her footing. Like, maybe she had a concussion in the first rounds. No, bro, she just was getting out. Like, she, we call her a pit bull for a reason. Like, she's not right. the most technical sound, but when you go into a ring with someone who just does a different level, it shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I've seen, bro. That show's, like, becoming, like, a clean sweep. What was it, like, the first couple rounds, bro? Like, it was just outboxing and just kind of just working her ass with just foot footwork. just that girl Cameron was l- looking nice in that fight. And
0: I uh, the coldest part about it was when she got on the mic and she was like well I, now I'm undisputed here. Then yeah. she's undisputed at 147 well I'm going to go was up to 147 one? and take do her You think she could do it? You think that seven pounds is going to make a
1: difference in this fight or the way she fought her ass, fuck, no. I think nah, she'll be I, straight. I think, I think she should get her belts.
0: I, I wasn't big on Chantel Cameron coming into it, but after this fight, she low-key, I was like, okay, that's a name. I'm
1: I never watched Cameron fight until this fight. I kind of just winged it and picked her for real because of what I've seen before out of uh, other homegirl. But shit, she looked good. I liked how she used her footwork, too, to get that dub just reign ownership and just kind of outclassed was it cra- jessica
0: yeah it's crazy because like all the fucking women like at least the, the big divisions they're all almost right. about to be undisputed
1: that's how it always man. that shit's <laughs> crazy but I, I mean i hope fights like this and like fighters like that just kind of spark the women's division and get like younger i know i'd be talking that shit but Get younger fucking women into the sport and get like, you know, and just start getting the the talent pool bigger. Cause like, I feel like it's so top heavy in the women's division. That's why it doesn't get as much attention or I don't know. Could or they s- don't shine a light on the younger fighters or I don't you know see, what it is. Uh,
0: Cause uh, Katie Taylor's fight was what last week. And now Cameron just fought the week just come over previously. All right. She's 140 undisputed, she's 135 undisputed. You can't like maybe McCaskill doesn't want to take that rematch for that because she knows she might lose. Like, what if she could you see her going down to 135 and taking that? Because Eddie Hearn is basically like, we're looking for a fighter for that Ireland fight for that 130 because she, like, there's no other real competition at this point. Like Chantel Cameron going down to 135 facing Katie Taylor for the undisputed
1: Cameron and Katie Taylor.
0: I, aren't they both under Hearn? I know I saw Hearn's snaky ass in the fucking, in the ring all night. So I, this <laughs> definitely was underneath him.
1: <laughs> hey man, no, that shit, bro, that'd be a great fight, low key. I would love to see that one.
0: They're always talking about European, like Ireland women boxing and English British boxing. Like bring that shit together. Katie Let me see Taylor, that her,
1: that'd be, that'd be interesting. I can't remember what take that fight, give Katie Taylor her homecoming fight. I the know. one they
0: keep begging about and I can't
1: think I of someone who's coming up a better win. Have my coke boy up there pull up in his yacht 20 <laughs> bitches deep. <laughs> on the juice, this fucking smoking big woods. Jit will pull up on some gangster shit just in a fucking speedo with a little hat with his little fucking shirt on. Button smoking a <laughs> gar in wood a wood. Talking about he
0: would whoop any person's ass that's if boxing right now.
1: Pull up in a fat Lambo yacht. Uh-huh. Nah, that yeah, hell yeah, it would happen, man. What the need
0: it. that that's what women's boxing needs right now. They need a Katie Taylor and McGregor crossover. Katie
1: Taylor should fight in Ireland, bro. That would be deep. I already know Ireland would show out for Katie Taylor
0: patty the Batty, his ass fought the cage warriors over in ireland maybe his ass will even pop up
1: there oh yeah i'm sure brother mcgregor has to pop out or at least be in the crowd <laughs> at least at least show up <laughs> <laughs> oh man pull up in the yacht that'd be great uh no nah, but shit Say yeah, onto the dominance.
0: Onto the dom. I mean, I really only took Zerdo because he's Mexican, Avenged Canelo. But we we all knew B-Vol coming into this fight was fucking just a tactician god. The
1: truth. Nah, I mean, You I saw love- from it. All right. Let me first of all, Zerdo is a bitch. First of all, like that <laughs> is this <laughs> this explains the difference of levels in boxing. And people feeding Zerdo's career, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are talking about, like, hyping up of who he's won, who he fought. And then, look, when dude gets in the ring with a fucking demon, that shit shows, bro. That shit looked like he was, like, just, like I said, didn't I say that in the fight preview, bro? I was saying that he needs to not get into the situation where he's just fighting to survive. And kind of looked like that in the ring. Like, he did not press the gas. He wasn't coming forward like he normally does in normal fights. He didn't fucking, he just, bro, he didn't do shit, really. He just kind of was just there.
0: b was letting some combo, like, he would wait two minutes, not rethrow much, right? And then also of a sudden that last minute, he would just spark his ass with, like, a mean four, five-piece get out, come <laughs> back like in, spark him again. And it
1: was like, oh, shit. Beeval I brought Beeval kind of gave not saying like it was like he did it on purpose or I anything mean, I don't know, but beeval there was opportunities where Zerto could have got shit off on Beeval like you know what I'm saying there was moments where Beeball wasn't active in the round or something, or like in the earlier part of the round, and then beeval would turn like you said turn up in the later round or in like the- towards the end of the round, but man, the Zerto I thought he was gonna push the gas and maybe come forward more, but he never really did, and then. Towards the end of the fight, bro, Bevo just was like, "Man, fuck that. Let me turn this bitch up." Bevo was one
0: thing with Bevo one thing I was noticing I don't know if it's like I know he's doing it on purpose. I don't know how big we do, but I think it helped with like the reach disadvantage. He was keeping his foot on the outside of his foot and then like stepping on it whenever he had to come in, so he couldn't re- he couldn't move his foot. You know what I mean? So like That's... he would like keep him right there, right when he's fucking throwing two three. And then he would just get right back out. He just kept making that sure the outer foot was his, almost like I'm controlling this dance.
1: That's that fucking southpaw versus orthodox. Shit, it didn't matter with don't <laughs> yeah, no, bro, Bevall's different, bro. I now mean, we need different. to undispute it.
0: That's all we waiting for at this point. We need to uh Ev and Bevall fight. Like no one else that's, is left.
1: That's one of the best fights to make in boxing, hands down. I'll put that up with a couple of fights.
0: I know we're gonna have to the yard and uh fight first, probably because mandatory shit, but if that fight happens in the next two months, three like two or three months, that gets Beef Vault time to chill and then just make the sign that paperwork immediately.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe like springtime, summertime. Get it with the
0: um the plant Benavides, throw those two fights together. But nah, I know
1: they want- is that different promotion. Boxing versus box, no, nah, not that. It's more there's a different promotion. No. No, Bevol. No, better the is with top rank, I think. And then Bevol is with the zone Eddie, with Eddie Hearn. And then fucking Plants with PBC, I believe. And shit. So yeah, they would have to do a bunch of messy shit. But yeah, either way happening. Think, but think, it should I be happening about B- the same time. I think the b they would try to just make that the main event. I wish boxing was more like UFC, where they would have stat cards like that. Like, they usually have more, like, prospect undercard. Like, like it's sometimes they'll have, like, a like a title fight, world title fight as, like, an undercard or, um, you know what I mean? But a women's like, world I remember, title fight. Yeah, like, I've seen Tio Fimo as a co-main event, and then Terrence Crawford as the main event. Like, I've been to a fight like that, but... They never have it, like, stacked, like, you know, like, big fight, yeah. event, big fight co-main event like USC be doing. They're
0: going to milk oh, out both of them because they're both going to sell out by themselves type.
1: Uh, Yeah, like, Spence and Crawford, boy, they should put a stack card on there. Like, put put Shakur on that card, put fucking...
0: Keyshawn, Andy Cruz on that card.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's too early, but fuck, I know, yeah. way but, too early for Cruz, but, but... Keyshawn, like, that would be soup if they put Shakur on... Terence Crawford and put guys like Frank Martin. Just oh yeah, Frank Martin Rivera cards.
0: fights happening too.
1: Hey, uh we're gonna jump into that.
0: Ah, yeah, shit. But now nah, this was a good. I'm not gonna lie. This card was fucking. Even I forgot to mention. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna say his name, but six and zero prospect losing in the undercard to John Ordonano from Puerto Rico, I believe. Who was like four and He's like five and four or something.
1: <laughs> me it was me, uh, like-
0: yeah he was uh, like in front of his not home crowd but he's from the middle east area so like in front of in front of the people showing up for him so it wasn't it wasn't a good look
1: they followed it and lost to a fucking guy that worked at part fucking store
0: yeah they just called him up last week probably like you you still boxed right
1: <laughs> nah, but I'm I'm straight. I'm in shape.
0: Yeah, I'm in shape. I've been I haven't been eating, so you know I'm still like I still I'm still I'm still about that same.
1: He's like I haven't got paid yet, so I mean I'm good. Uh, but a good
0: little card. We saw b vault dominate. We saw Ch- Chantel Cameron dominate and Rachmanov probably get a little saved by some injury or cramps or something, but it was a good little card. And as always, it was Paul Pickle-Winnem-Concha or Pickle-Winnem-Concha for this episode with Marcus oh, P.T. Penley. And, as, and if y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers.
1: I got a problem with being problematic. problematic Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules. Man, you better watch your passes. This ain't not new. So I kid, let me pass out the medicines. Been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm having seen higher than I ever been.